Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. From their extraordinary encounter on a film set to their tumultuous relationship, the story of Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton was marked by excess. Over 10 years of shared life, this passionate couple became one of the most iconic in the history of cinema. Nineteen sixty, London. Tension mounts on the set of the film Cleopatra. Since the project's inception, difficulties have piled up. Producer Walter Wenger and Fox's president Spiro Skouras had originally envisioned filming in Rome. However, that year the city was hosting the Olympics, and the intended studio wouldn't be ready in time. Production then decided on shooting in England. Yet, from the first days on set, it became evident that this was not the right choice because London in September is not Rome, and certainly not Alexandria, where the majority of the film is supposed to take place. On set, the fog is thick, and rain is incessant. Even on sunny days, actors' breath forms visible mist. But that's not all. The English weather also takes a toll on the fragile health of the leading actress, the great Elizabeth Taylor. Starting in October, she suffers from meningitis. She's scheduled for nearly every scene must wear 65 different dresses and is being paid $1 million for this role. It becomes clear that the Cleopatra shoot must be halted. A few weeks later, director Ruben Mamoulian loses patience and resigns. Joe Mankiewicz is brought into the rescue, not only to direct, but also to finish the screenplay. The director introduces two new actors to the lead cast, Rex Harrison as Julius Caesar and Richard Burton as Mark Antony. Elizabeth Taylor, on the other hand, remains ill, now suffering from a severe pneumonia, and the press is rife with rumors of her demise. The entire film crew fears the worst. In September 1961, the Cleopatra shoot can finally begin, in Rome. The script isn't finished. The director films during the day and writes throughout the night. He would later say that the film was conceived in a constant state of emergency, shot in confusion and edited in blind panic. It is interrupted multiple times due to Elizabeth Taylor's health, and the teams are constantly under pressure, with a budget that keeps growing and growing, eventually becoming one of the most expensive films in cinema history. Adjusted for inflation, $44 million in 1961 translates to $399 million in 2021. 
But none of this constitutes the main scandal of this shoot. In 1961, Elizabeth Taylor is married to the singer Eddie Fisher. It's her fourth marriage. Richard Burton, on the other hand, is married to actress Sybil Williams. But when the two Hollywood stars meet, sparks fly. The love they feign on screen quickly becomes a reality behind the scenes. The rumor of an affair quickly escapes the studio walls and makes headlines in the press. Facing the Italian press, director Mankiewicz escalates. The truth is, Richard Burton and I are lovers. Elizabeth Taylor is our front, he says before kissing Burton on the mouth. But it's Elizabeth that Richard is truly in love with. As soon as the filming is over, Richard leaves his wife and children. The scandal makes headlines around the world. Even Pope Paul VI criticizes this union, but the two lovers couldn't care less. Cleopatra is released in 1963. Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton get married the following year. Richard showers his beloved with diamonds, which she particularly adores. Together they travel, they make several films together. The peak of their collaboration on screen is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf in 1966. Before we continue with this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back. But the relationship between Burton and Taylor is not just about glamour and red carpets. Both actors carry their pains and weaknesses. They both share a penchant for alcohol and drugs. Their arguments are frequent and intense, sometimes violent. In a letter, ten years after their first meeting, Elizabeth writes to Richard, My darling, my husband, I wish to tell you all the love I have for you, all of my fear, my joy, the animal pleasure I have for you, my jealousy, pride, anger I sometimes feel toward you. These words testify to the passionate nature of their relationship. The two actors love each other against all odds, fully aware that their relationship is complex and probably doomed to fail. In 1968, Richard Burton says, Elizabeth has made me a moral man, but not a snob. She is an incredibly exciting mistress. She is shy and witty. She is not fooled by anyone. She is a brilliant actress. She is arrogant and strong-willed. She's gentle and loving, and she loves me. In 1974, after 10 years of marriage, the couple announces their divorce. But Elizabeth and Richard realize they can't live without each other. They remarry right away, only to separate again in 1976, two years later. They love each other, but are not meant to live together. They then take separate paths without forgetting each other. On August 5, 1984, Richard Burton dies of a cerebral hemorrhage. Elizabeth Taylor is devastated. Burton's wife, Sally Hay, forbids her from attending the funeral. In 2009, two years before her death, Elizabeth confided in the Daily Mail. I would have married Richard a third time. From those early moments in Rome, we were always madly and deeply in love. We didn't have enough time. It was an extraordinary love. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Me, Love Me Not. If you enjoyed it, you could show your appreciation with stars and comments on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you.